Opa Gundam style. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot, a Gundam podcast. I am your host Sarah. I use she her pronouns, and with me as always is Max. Hi, I'm Max, and I use he him pronouns. What 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 one hundred? One hundred, a hundred episodes of a wooga. I thought you were doing Buddy Holly at first. Ooh, hundred episodes of robots. Oh, and you char as no bullshit. I am gonna kill Kaiselia. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna shoot her with my gun. <laughs> it's been. It's been. It's been. NFL a- on Fox <laughs> theme in the background. <laughs> I will blow her head and arm off. <laughs> and then, then a ripcage will fly off into the back end of the frame after she's done. <laughs> yeah. It's been, I mean, I, I say this as if you were here with me it's when been. I started. It, it's been. This, Walker Robot, this is the 100th episode of Walker Robot. I mean, it's hard to tell because I have it organized by seasons. This is technically season six, episode 13, but you know. The first one came out over, a little over two years ago. The first episode came out May 3rd, 2020. Um, so we would have recorded that probably like very end of April. That, um, is, that, is some, that is some consistent podcasting. That is... By my math, that's about like six weeks where you did not post an episode. Yeah, that sounds about right. We, I, which I, is that is way better than my fear baiting hit rate when I hit one when we hit one hundred. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just like I found like the perfect justification to continue making my cool robot model kits, <laughs> which is doing a podcast, which is doing a podcast and voraciously consuming the media that the robots are based on. Um, and it's good. I hope to be doing. I mean. Here's the thing, like, I'm not halfway done with this podcast by a long fucking shot. There's no. a lot more Gundam to watch. Like, this is the sixth full series I've watched. Uh, and, like, God, there's still a lot more. But that's okay, because Gundam, as, you know, one of, like, the top 25 most profitable media franchises on Earth, I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. So I'm pretty, I'm I'm set for a while. Yeah, they're putting, out, they're, putting out, they're putting out Girl Gundam. They're putting out Girl Gundam, and I'm excited to, like, do that one live weekly certainly there will be other shows that do that but like i I don't imagine the great gundam project will will do it live i don't imagine mobile suit breakdown will do it live yeah so i'm i'm curious and if this is like too if this is like too inside baseball for the show feel free to cut it but like Mm. is this like how are you going to be doing that weekly are you going to like wait are you gonna like wait until you can do three episodes a week so that you are releasing your final episode on the same time that they're doing the final episode are you just gonna do like one episode a week you can do the double double so like the two two episodes every two weeks what's the i i'm thinking i might do two episodes every two weeks so i can kind of like see i i think the biggest thing to to worry about is like how that fucks with the like the seasons of the show and honestly yes. i just might make it all be season what would that would be season nine of of the show i might just have like season nine be witch for mercury and then every other episode is whatever other series I'm doing. And then like once it's all said and done, reorganize it. Uh, so it makes a little bit more sense, but like, yeah, that does make sense. I, cause like much as I would love to just do like one episode, we can have like, you know, like a 30 minute while cool about every single week. I still would like a little more like 
girth and heft to the episodes. Yeah, and also and like, it's like to view, to view to discuss an episode in isolation one by one as it airs is a little bit like you 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 miss some of the narrative flow. And I mean, obviously, by dividing it up in any capacity, you do still miss out on you do miss out on some of that. But like, mm-hmm. you get some kind of narrative flow from one episode to the next if you do two. Exactly. Yeah, and and like it's it's. I guess that's kind of that's what Brooks and Eddie did for Yada Yada Boys, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm following the footsteps of greatness there, and also like yeah. I have this huge. And you're backlog. also you're also going to start a you're also going to start a, uh, a music podcast. Uh, already done, Sarah. <laughs> another um, music podcast. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what's from, what's your music? Po- oh yes, yes, yes. Another music podcast. Another music. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, also the main thing is that like I have this fucking gigantic list of people. I'm not. I'm not saying this to begrudge anyone. Like I'm saying this like as an outpouring of love. I have a massive list of people who want to be guest hosts on for like. A lot of different Gundam series. Like, yes, I feel like there's more spots filled and there are spots empty at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And I would like to continue having people on because, like, I I'm so glad I found a show that like I could have people on, not just for like for one week as a guest, but like for like a meaningfully long period of time. Yeah, yeah, establishing a pattern. Like, yeah, because the thing that I the thing that I um <clears throat> the thing that I found when doing this with fear baiting, and like I don't want to sound like I'm like slagging off anyone who has come on fear baiting mm-hmm. for a single episode, but like. When I did, I don't know, when I did Soptember with Morgan back in back in September, I remembered, like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like to, like, be able to return to a patter with someone every week. Like, I love having new people on the show, and I like, I do like the building blocks to be able to be like, okay, let's get, let's get the swing going. But, like, to be able to not have to, to, to not have to do that every week, it's like, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like hopping back in the cockpit with your buddy. And then yeah. at the end, you have to say <laughs> like goodbye Shino, to Like them. Shino and Yamagi, which we did not mention at all in the last episode. Oh my god, that. we didn't! You're right! We didn't We didn't bring it up! This, this is their official Wow Cool Robot apology. Uh, Yamagi was no, riding act- in Shino's lap while he was piloting Gundam Flaros. It was nice. It was epic. It, it was, was gay. It was, it was epic. It was gay. We love it. <laughs> Listen again, Shino, Shino the man who did not know which one was the gay ear, so he got both pierced. Mm-hmm. Covering his bases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Sarah, do you want to start talking about this show that certainly hasn't started taking a turn in any way shape yeah. or form. So, uh, episode 38. Hunter of Angels. In a hard-fought battle, Mikazuki turns off the limiters and beats the shit out of the mobile arbor, disabling the use of both of his legs in the process. Eok is incensed that the sacrifice of his men is being disregarded by the Seven Stars, so he hatches so he hatches a plan of his own to avenge them properly, looping in Mr. Jazly again. Kudeli and Atra find themselves upset that, despite his injuries, Mika hasn't changed, and Atra is sure that the way to keep him from throwing himself on every possible grenade he can find is for him to knock Kudelia up. Naze serves Orga some harsh words, but after a meeting with Mika, he reaffirms his, go- his goals, to make a place for Tekadon to be able to breathe easy. Yeah, this one starts out with top 10 anime fights. Yes, this fight is so fucking good. It's, it's completely fucking nutty, like... It, it does the thing every show does where, like, you know, the, the first couple seconds of this episode or the last couple seconds of the last episode. But I still love to see Barbatos' eye change from teal to red. And that's how you know. Yes. yes. And, it, like, the glow is, like, the, like the glow is, like, bleeding out way more it, it's, than like, it. It's, like, the fucking coolest shit. Whenever I mean, any it's kind it's of... Ble- yeah, yeah, it's bleeding. Like, like Mika's eye is. It's, oh, oh, it's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. It's also really funny how, like, the episode immediately begins with, like, one month later. For one like month later, two seconds. Orga is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like we get we get we get, we get like a POV of Mika charging the the the, the mobile armor, mm-hmm. and then we cut to uh, Orga and McMurder Barristan Selmy, uh, and McMurder Barristan Selmy is like, "Tell me what happened, O King of Mars." And then we get like, uh, "This is the framing device, I guess, for this for this fight." Yeah, um, it's it's nutty. 
it's a fucking good ass fight. Like, I I don't really the- have notes like specifically on what happens, but like my favorite standout of the fight is I don't know. It, it, it works really well, but it's also stupid in that there's this one shot of, like, Barbatos kind of drifting around and under the mobile armor. And it, yes. like, makes a tire Schmoving. screeching sound effect. Where's the tires? It's the schmovement. Like, I think... It's, yeah. I, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's, 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 it's sneaker squeak. It's like when you get crossed up in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> he's marking up the court. He's, yeah, he's exactly. breaking his fucking bird's ankles. Yeah, he's... He, He's wave dashing. He fucking Isarugi and Juliet are watching this, and Juliet's like, I can barely track their movements. And I'm like, he's not moving that fast, certainly. <laughs> but then I look at the animation, I'm like, damn, maybe he is. This end up pulling 20 G's. Yeah. Um there's there's a there's a there's a part where the where Barbatos like drops to all fours like a feral child. It's fucking it's cool as hell. He loses a leg and it's like give me more Barbatos. Yeah, like he like at one point he fucking like jams like this the the wrist stump of the Barbatos into like the body of the mobile armor. Like it's yeah it's brutal. And like yeah, the whole time his eyes like gushing blood. And oh, I yeah. really love another sound design, but I love is like the noise the tail of the Hoshmal makes. It's this weird like kind of like squirmy <laughs> as it like whips around, <laughs> laminated paper wobbling ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> David Burns' voice as a as a as a robot piece. <laughs> it's so good. Like he he at, at one point le- like jumps backwards and lands like on top of Isarugi's suit and just like grabs his sword and is like, "I'm taking this." Yeah, it's so good. He's like, "Hey, can I have the? Can I have your Black Knight Greatsword? I know I didn't. I know I didn't like save scum for it, but like I could really use it on this run." Yeah, and and at this point, Mika's strength is like seventy, so he's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like the fight ends with like the, the Barbatos' entire right side is fucked. Like Mika's cockpit is breached, and the the tail of the Hoshmal is like inches away from his head, but he ends up like. Stabbing and he's just, the control core of it with the sword. He's com- he's completely chill though. He does not fucking mind. He's so he like oh my god, it's incredible. Like I think he he passes out eventually, but like the last thing you just kind of see him like looking over, looking at the corner of his eye at like as his head's kind of tilted off to the side of like this gigantic hunk of killer metal that like barely missed him. Yeah, it's great. Oh, and we get this like really cool epic shot of like Barbatos's arm sticking up in the air like an open right, claw. like in the OP. Yeah, yeah, like in the OP. And McGillis loves this shit more than anything else in the world. This is like he's doing, fucking, hor- he's doing he's doing horny grip about this. This is like Kaiba with Obelisk. Like yeah, he's obsessed. He's like oh, he's lifted my fog of hesitation. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, what happens? Yeah, we jump back to the present, and Orga and McMurder mm-hmm. are talking. Um, he, he Orga's like, I think we did good, but it's fail that we needed McGillis. Uh, and gives him his. Brotherhood plate? Is that what they call it's, it? It's the Sakazuki cup. Yes, yeah, the cup. Um, and um, in my notes, I called it a menstrual cup because I knew it was a cup, but I could not uh, remember right. what kind of cup it was. Um, but he's just like, uh, hey, if I ever fuck up, disown me. And McMurdo's like, actually, it seems like you've become a perfectly good groomed dog for Gallerhorn. I won't toss you aside. I need the half metal money. Yeah, it's like probably a worse outcome than if he was just like, okay. Like, yeah. it's it's... Because, you know, McMurder's first and foremost a businessman, and Tekadon right. is making him really nice V-Bucks, so he's going to keep yeah. around. Yeah, he needs us to buy the new, he needs us to buy the Shinji Fortnite skin. <laughs> exactly. Have they done Gundam in Fortnite yet? They haven't. Um, they should. I, I think Amuro should be in Fortnite. 
Yeah, like I I can see them doing it with like the Gundam Wing Boys because they're kind of like all trained assassins, so it makes more sense than be running around holding <laughs> a, a, a funny rifle. But like, also imagine being Char Astable Fortnite. Yeah, I think I think if they do do Gundam and Fortnite, like Char has to be one because he is like he is the only real like icon that has that escapes like Gundam. Oh, he's the main character like, of Gundam, absolutely. Right, right, right. Like he is the like, he is like the the one character that I knew before I started watching gun like okay i i had seen things that were from gundam like the scene of the guy uh like i, I the scene of the guy and the girl and one of them's like oh come to my birthday party and the other yeah i'll kill you yeah that's, that's from gundam you. wing yeah <laughs> but like char they should include that scene also but char should be in fortnite if he did the dance it would be called red justice <laughs> um i mean he does gundam overwatch which is like not fortnite but shooter adjacent yeah, that game's pretty no, fun. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. It. I what, what I like about Gundam Overwatch is that they they do the whole loot box thing where it's like you know you get you get little like dangly keychains for your for your weapon. Um, oh yeah, Valorant got those. Yeah, and but you get like skins for the Gundams, and honestly, the skins are kind of cool because they're all they're all skins, they're all references to like other bits of Gundam, which is like nice. Like for the RX seventy eight, I think the rare skin is the G three variant, which is like kind of like white and light purple. It's like a more kind of like military, not like super tricolor color to it. But like, they're all like real references. And it's like, okay, you know what? You did your research on that. Very good. Yeah. I would never play it, but <laughs> I appreciate it from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I um, I have been fucking... Like, I, I don't have the time or mental bandwidth to let another like multiplayer game back to yeah. my life. But I have kind of been looking a little bit at Overwatch 2. Like... I don't need to spend any. Mo- I already bought Overwatch One, so like I have Overwatch Two for the multiplayer, mm-hmm. and like I don't. I'm not gonna be putting money into the machine. Like I'm not gonna be buying loot bot. Like I've right. you're just, gonna, you're just gonna partake a little bit, right? And like I do this with League of Legends already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but also like, damn, I, I don't want to add another fucking first person shooter to my right lineup. Valorant's enough for me right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, so let's see. Uh, we see Jazzly. He's drinking. Yeah, Jazzly is just scheming. Nothing, he's scheming. Too... He, he, yeah, he's teamed up with Arian Rod now, like officially. He, he, kind of. Yeah, he, he's he's greebling. Um, <laughs> we get to the we go to a seven star meeting, and Ayak is getting thrown under the bus. Yes, uh, he's getting his ass completely fucking toasted right now. It's great. Yeah. Um. He's like. He, his McGillish just gives the very true version of the facts, which is like. Uh, Eok followed me and set off the mobile armor. This is all his fault. And Eok's like, "Well, you were teaching. You were looking for the Order of the Seven Stars. Rustal, Julieta, back me up." And they're like, "Uh, no, whatever, whatever, dude." Eok gets real fucking mad. He's so but Rust- mad. But but afterwards, Rustal is like, "Hey, if you if you don't fuck if you don't fucking get in line, I'm gonna cut ties with you and send you to the hell dimension." Uh huh. Like Rustal's getting way tired of Eok shit right now. Yeah. So he, he he's in line, and, like, Julietta kind of pipes up. Uh, she tells Russell that she wants to be a test pilot for some new machine. Um, he kind of gets mad at first because he thinks that she's also trying what Eok's doing and trying to, like, kind of rise above her stature. But she's like, no, I just want to get stronger for you. Like, and he, he, he says kind of cryptically, okay, you can get stronger, but remember, you're here for a different reason than your strength. So... Yeah, and she says, I hmm. want to become the sharpest sword that you can rely on. Yeah, I want to become the sharpest wants, tool in the shed. I, I want to be your Mika. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hatsune Mika. <laughs> she wants to be like Grace Kelly. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> Both great jokes in two different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of doing tug of war. Yeah. Um, 
So Naze goes to talk with Orga. Um, yeah. Naze is like, he, he says he's in line to become underboss, I guess. Because we learned that later, we learned that fucking Turbans has like 50,000 members, which is a completely insane metric, which is like about yeah, it's, I, a I thousand was... more members than I thought they would have. Wait, they, sorry, they have how many? 50,000. That's too many. I That's kind of too many. Tur- you you did say the turbines, right? Yes, the, the, just the turbines, not not all of not all 50, of Tewas, just the turbines. I kind of assumed it was just like Naze's like one like home for battered and abused women like thing, like his ship, his ship and transport stuff. I did not realize it was a whole. What the? Yeah, fuck? it's. I don't know. Like maybe the scale I, of that doesn't. What that can't that cannot. Maybe be, I'm just he, thinking about it. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he said five thousand. I wrote it down wrong. But like either way. Apparently, Turbans is way bigger of an organization than we thought, because he says he's going to become underboss next. Like, he's next in line for Tewaz, pretty much. Yeah, um, no, I just Googled it. 50,000 members. 50,000 hardcore members. Uh, I guess, you know what? Most of them are probably his kids. Yeah. just <laughs> He's a terrifically virile man. <laughs> 45... <laughs> He's got like he's got you know Amida, Ozzy, Laughter, like all the uh, Arca, uh, no uh, uh, Echo, Echo, yeah, Echo the Dolphin. Um, you know like the like the twenty or so women we see on the ships, and then like the maybe fifty or so we see at the end of the at the end of the third episode that we watched this week, uh-huh. and then the rest, the other like the other like forty nine hundred and fifty yeah. are just like babies. <laughs> God, <laughs> oh Lord, uh. He, he he says, oh, yeah, but, but like, importantly, if Tekadon is able to kind of, like, defeat the Aryan Rod fleet and come out on top, like, the success that that would in turn bring the turbines is what would allow him to become underboss. So, a yeah. lot's riding on Tekadon right now. Um, there's a great, there's a, this is, like, one of the, this is probably my favorite Naze moment in the show, honestly, uh-huh. here, where he, like, asks, is, like, are you really trying to become King of Mars for your family? And uh, he says, it's like you don't know where you're headed. You just want to take the fastest route and just chill out when you get there. And I'm just fucking, like, get his ass. You're literally right. Yeah, no, he, like, 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 because it's basically, Orcas the whole time has been saying that for himself. He hasn't internalized it, though. So whenever literally any character, bring, pu- like, pushes it back at him, he has no answer. He's just like, uh, I guess. yeah. I'm starting to think he might not be an effective leader. Charismatic yeah, leader, know, yes. You know, maybe like maybe like teenagers should not be leading uh, children militaries. What? <laughs> uh, oh, um, we also learn Mika's Mika Mika Mika's fucked up. Mika's fucked. Yeah, Mika. I uh, no. This man. This man can't go. This man can't move his legs anymore. Well, it's it's just his right leg. It's his entire right side that he can't move anymore. Oh, it's his entire right. I interpreted it his like both of his legs not working. Right. He because like he he focuses on his leg when he's like kind of in the cockpit because like he he like passed out in the cockpit and they can't take him out of the AV system until he's unplugged. But critically, yeah. he can move when he's in the cockpit. Like he has full use of his body when he's like when he got those nano machines in him. Um, yeah. Yeah. But out, outside, he can only move his left side. Troubling. Yeah. Uh, he can't do legs now either. Yeah, he, he he can't do leg day. Very sad. He he cannot do the classic Eddie tweet of All Might saying, uh, "Deku, if you use your arms anymore, you'll explode them." Yeah, uh, and then him saying he'll, he'll he can't do that. He can't do that. Well, he can um, do it with one. He can do it with one leg. He can do kick with one. He can do kick with one leg. He can do one very powerful kick. Yeah. Um. So um we, we cut to we, Kudeli they're, and having, they're having apple fr- they're they're having apple fritty. They're having apple fritters. And Mika Mika's eating some nice little cream puffs. Yeah. 
Um, he can all, <laughs> we learned that he makes Hush carry him, which like was already a, was, which was already a great visual just to mental, yes. just to think of mentally, but then realizing that he, that Hush is putting him in the fireman's carry. It's also, so good. Everyone like, fireman's, like, like, we need a baby I, Bjorn for this guy. <laughs> please get this man a big baby, just get, put this man in a backpack. <laughs> I, I want everyone to look like fucking Luke Skywalker from episode five as Mika's like the Yoda on their back. <laughs> Please, I want the entire Tekadon to do Banjo Kazooie impromptu cosplay. <laughs> what? Why are or there golden alter- feathers all around failing, Tekadon? Or, or failing that, get this man a wheelchair, please. Yeah, right. Like that seems like the most easy fucking thing to like. You know, maybe maybe it's just like there's something of the gravity or something, but like like <laughs> I don't know. Like why can't he have a wheelchair? Why does he need to be carried? It, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. It's it's really like I know we were just like riffing about like Hush like toting him around, but like it's so it's so it 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 genuinely undercuts like the the ups like I don't know. I feel like the undercuts it undercuts his injury to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, I in like there's certainly analysis to be made in that the only way he's ever willing to move around is if someone else helps him do it but that's never like really stated it doesn't seem to be like the viewpoint of the show it just seems very incidental something that the show's not really even willing to kind of go into because i mean there's an insane line he says later uh to orga uh, regarding like his disability and what that means with him fighting but like Outside of that, there really isn't much that... Yeah, that line... The end of this episode puts... Has, like, such a fucking rough vibe on it. Like, like, oh, this is... This is... I think it did, we'll get there, but I think it did a really good job of like balancing like the 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 it, it it like in the moment it feels triumphant like oh Orga's coming to his senses and Mikazuki is helping him, but then like you take like, a single step back and you realize oh this is them both coming to the worst possible conclusion. Yeah, right yeah, now. the situation's fucked. Yeah, this is bad. This does not seem good at all. They're both pushing each other off the top of a very tall roller coaster right now. Yeah, they're they're, they're both shoving each other in out of the way of Mickey's dick smasher, but it's to like a hundred foot drop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, guy and guy stand in the middle. Hey, speaking of uh, dick smashing, um, so yes. <laughs> so yes. Cadelia Natra here, right? Um, yeah, Cadelia Natra, and they like because like Cadelia volunteers to help with the farm work that Mika can't anymore, but he's like, no, you have to go be you have to go be girl boss. Uh-huh. Um, and Cadelia and Atra are very sad that like Mika wouldn't change. Mika didn't change. Like he came like incredibly close to death. He lost the use of one of his legs, and like he doesn't have a, he can't use his arm anymore or one of his eyes. And despite all that, he's still just like, yeah, put me back in, coach. I'm ready to fucking scrap. Um, and Atra also feels like that. And so Atra match hatches the genius plan of, hey, let Mika put a baby in you and that will tie him down. Yeah. Just insane. Like, I, I, I honestly, I think it works for the character. Like, that, that it, it, it's like a level of naivete I totally buy for Atra. Yeah. But it's also like, what, what fucking... What fucking fifties housewife wrote this shit? Like, is, is, this is the conclusion. <laughs> tie tie your man, do- tie your man down by getting knocked up. Like, and and like, here's the fucking thing. It's funny, like, but it's also like, what the fuck? Like going going outside the wild turn that the writing itself takes. Do they really think this is gonna work on Mika of all people? <laughs> Right, right. Like you don't think Mika is gonna just is like you don't think like Kudeli is gonna come home and be like Atra, Atra. It's it's er, Mika, Mika, and uh, well, she's telling Atra too because you know they, they all live together. Yes. Um, 
my 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 beautiful t- my beautiful wife and husband i'm pregnant and uh, mikazuki is just gonna like hush is gonna like knock at the door and mikazuki's gonna get like fireman carried out and be like that's great babe i'll see you in six months yeah like do they really think he's gonna care about anyone more than he's gonna care about orca no right unless you find a way to transmute orga's mind and body into the baby you are going to get birth to like <laughs> oh here you go we just named the baby orga problem solved <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to fucking throw these drumsticks at the park. <laughs> I can't stop fidgeting with them. I just, it's a drummer summer, baby. <laughs> Orga Toto, you were named to the two bravest men I know. <laughs> the baby comes out of the womb snickering nefariously. <laughs> Holding the stogie. <laughs> just takes one puff and throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful instincts, this kid. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so... We, we I think we get to Vinyolf next. Uh, uh, well, no, because hold on, I had to tell a joke, which is that um, yes. Atra said, "Cudelia, shut up! I'm getting the fuck out. You're gonna fuck my husband now." <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> um, we yeah, we cut to Big Blue, and um, uh, Megillus is just talking with Isurugi about the aftermath of Baldwin after he uh, after he perished in an unfortunate char moment. Yeah, he's super uh, dead at the end for of last real. season. Uh, and I. Uh, is uh, Miguel's is like ah oh, the 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 barb the some, sorry Barbatus charges towards destruction without reason as if to destroy itself. That's how cool it fights. It's epic. And he also says that a true revolution is a strong wind that blows away the stinky. Mm-hmm. He he also has a completely insane line where he says only through absolute power can this world be put on the right path. That's cool, man. That's a normal thing to say. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Regular things from this man. Really regular. Um, um, we we get we see a new character who I got really excited for because I thought she was gonna be like introduced and uh, have a name, but she's just a technician on the bridge no. that uh, Vidar is talking cool, to. Though. She just looks fucking epic. Like she she reminded me a little bit of um, uh, I think Mars from Heaven's Design Team. Let me let me look her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have I talked about Heaven's Design Team on you here have. before? Oh wow, she does look a lot like Mars, huh? Yeah. God, I fucking... Mars rules. I mean... Heaven's, it, Desi- Heaven's Design Team slaps. I think one of your robots of the week was from Heaven's Design Team. Yes, yes. It, no, I think there was a... There was, um... It was a behind the... Behind the voice actor. That's what... Okay, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, a Beyond yeah. Tune world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just like redhead in a boiler suit. It's a cool yeah. look. Um, Julieta comes in. She's asking the pilot uh, the new cool machine. Um, and that's, that's kind of it. Like, Vidar's there just talking to her. Uh, we cut to Eok Puffy Seinfeld shirt. Um, he's in his estate. He, he, this shirt is completely ridiculous on him. This scene but, is so fucking fun. Like, I, by the end of this episode, I don't think I love Eok quite as, like, loudly as I, by the end of the episodes we're doing here, um, I don't think I love Eok quite as loudly as I did at the end. I still fucking like Eok a hell of a lot. He's, he, he, he sucks still, so he's bad. Still, he's, exa- like, he sucks in a way you like to see. He's, yeah. He's a fail son, benevolent. <laughs> Yeah, he's he. I just, I just said that Eok is doing protagonist shit again. Uh, he's mad that Rustal isn't respecting his guy's death. He's like, all right, I'm gonna have to call Jazly about this. Yeah, and like his men are like, please don't do this, sir. And he just please, he won't sir, have it. Please, please, Kalisi, Kujansi, do not do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, we get another. We get another really cute scene here uh, of a Tekadon hanger, and like you know, Flowers is there. Uh, she knows uh, Ryusego is painted yellow. It's the Raiden Go now. And she yeah. knows, like, right, the color you pick fucking suck, dude. Why is it not pink? Yeah, the Raiden Go looks fucking sick. There's, like, a cool little blue, like, like little lightning bolt on the shoulder. Yeah, it's got, it's got like, um, it's got, like, uh, the, the visor, the eye, the, the eye, 
zone. I don't know what the fuck you would call the eye uh, optical optical spot. I don't yeah, know. it's like a fr- it it's looks like, like a, a front. Yeah, it's like a front camera kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like it look it, it looks like a hammerhead shark, which is epic. You know, it's kind of minion. It's a little bit. Mi- hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me, let me Google the ride and go real quick. Just so look I can, at like, it. It's Sarah. It. It's very minion. Is the thing. About oh, that's it. a fucking minion. Yeah, you that's got the fucking. Minion. It's got overalls. Oh, well, it's got it's... a t-shirt on. Its dick is out, but the, t- the t-shirt's on. <laughs> it's, it's minion pussy out. <laughs> Oh my god, this is literally just a fucking minion! Like the, the Max, do you, Max, do you have this frame? Because if Do you have this gunplug? Because if not, you need to get it. I don't. I have the Hyakushiki from Zeta, which is also minion, though, so yeah. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm actually looking at a little mini Hyakushiki Kai on my desk right now. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, she knows, like, Ride, your colors suck. And it's called the Ride and Go now, not the Ryusei Go. So, you yeah. Know. It I, like how, I like how Ride inherited Shino's, like, personification of, of his, like, main mobile suit. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, we also learned Barbatos um, is just fucked up. It, it, it sounds. I think they're going to send it to Sisei to get it fixed, but like we're not going to see Barbatos for a little bit. Yeah, uh, because remember, it, it almost got eaten by a bird. Yeah, the, this is when Hush carries Mika in, uh, yeah. like a fireman, like doing the fireman carry. He's like, P- when I when can I get in Barbatos again? Pleading phase. Yeah, I mean, like you do feel bad for him because again, like he can only like he has full use of his body when he's in Barbatos. So otherwise, he just has to right. be carried around. This um, is okay. This 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 just like plucked an insanely specific memory for me from a child. This is um this movie that I watched maybe once or twice. I couldn't have been more than five years old. Um, all I can remember about it is that there it, there it, it might have been Swan Lake. There was definitely a thing where a wizard could trans travel in and out of his orb, and he only he was blind when he was not in his orb. But he, when he was in his orb, he could see. And he could talk to people. In, he could bring people into his orb with him. And if anyone knows what I'm talking, what show, what movie I'm talking about, please tell me. I would love to have this one figured out because I've been thinking about it for like 20 years. You're thinking about Lemillion. What? You're thinking about Lemillion, My Hero Academia. I don't think I'm thinking about Lemillion. Does Lemillion have an orb he can travel into where he's not blind? Is he blind normally? Well, the, I, well, what well, the orb, the, No, the orb Lemillion is into is the real world. And then when he passes through matter, that's when he can't see because he has to turn his eyes off and he can pull people in there too. It's one to one. No, he can. No, the wizard can see in the wizard orb. He cannot see in the okay, real so world. Okay, so it's a okay, so it's a reverse Lemillion. It's a reverse. Yeah, it's a reverse Lemillion. It's Lymillion then, not Lymillion. Yeah, time to let. Time to let. Yeah. Oh boy, wizard. Oh boy. Oh boy, wizard. Time. I do say that every. I do say that all the time. Yeah. Um. Hey, this last scene sucks. God, what is what the fuck even is the uh, last scene? So okay, here? there is a quick oh, little yeah, thing. Oh yeah, this uh, scene. Yeah. So, so re- before that, Yuki Noja and Maribet are kind of like looking at the kids and looking at Mika, and they they both feel mad, and they both know that like Orga is not gonna like they both know that Orga's not gonna allow Mika to stop, and Mika's not gonna allow Orga to stop. So it's just kind of a fuck situation, and they can't do anything about it. But might as well collect that paycheck. Um, yeah. So Orga's reflecting on Naze's words to him about how you know he's just taking the shortest path he doesn't care how he gets there he's just gonna relax when he gets there without thinking uh so he kind of like goes back to mika and he's standing over mika asleep in his little bunk and he what does he do he just says like he says i'm not he says i'm not apologizing but mika was actually awake and and mika Um, crawls out of bed and like kind of tumbles out and like asks orga if he thinks like his condition is his own fault like he's like orga do you think this is your fault right now yeah, and he's like, uh, Cordelia wants to make a world where they don't have to fight. I don't really get it. I can't live without fighting. And, like, yeah, th- like it's heartbreaking, because he says this is an upside. Like, it's made things simpler. He doesn't need to understand anything Cordelia is saying. Like, all he has, all he can do is fight. Like, there's nothing to think about anymore. It's like, I think the child soldier may may not be thinking about this thing 
uh, rationally. Yeah. Um, I am curious where the show goes with this, because, like, I feel like I definitely took this as a, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no scene, where it's like, oh, they're going down a really bad path now. But I'm curious, like, what the show will do with it, because we only have ten episodes left. Yeah. Uh, the end. A lot can happen in ten episodes. What can happen in, like, what, like, three weeks we'll, we'll finish this thing? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn. It's not, it's not even gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be mid-June when we're, well, we're gonna, we have, like, a post-mortem. Or yeah, a, it'll, uh, it'll be, like, bag. the end of June, I think. Yeah. Thereabouts. Damn. Um, well, hey, shall we move on to the next episode? We shall indeed. Episode 39. Episode 39. Council. The Turbans girls are finally leaving the Tekadon base, and Lofter and Akihiro share a nice goodbye. As they leave, Eok and Jasly scheme together on how to take out the Turbans so Tekadon can be dealt with cleanly. Eok goes to a Galahorn warehouse and receives a banned weapon called a Dinesleaf, a sort of railgun which he uses to plant on a Turban's supply ship, effectively branding them an illegal organization and allowing Galahorn to deal with them. Despite knowing he's being framed, Naze has no choice but to go into hiding, hoping to keep Tekdon out of this conflict so Orga can continue Tekdon's battle to become Sovereign of Mars. Oh, and Audra also wants to have a baby with Mika. Yes. She, she, she should come around. She's not going to make Cadelia do it. She's doing it herself now. Yeah, she's going to... She's she's making that baby her, her, by her own damn by her own damn lonesome. Mm-hmm. Well, whoever get, whoever gets knocked up first cannot beat Burial Will to the other. It's, you know, they have to handshake about it. Exactly, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, like... A... <laughs> May the best... Oh, God. No, I'm not going to say that fucking joke. I'm not going to say that out loud. No, these are teenagers. I'm not these saying te- that. May the best wife win. May the best wife win. Thank you. That's the that's better. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so This one starts out. Ozzy and Echo and Laughter and everyone leaving Tekadon. And Laughter is hanging behind to talk to Akihiro. Very, like, high school crush moments here. Yeah. It's nice, though. Akihiro just um, doesn't get it. Did you ever have a moment like this in high school, like, of, like, just waiting and hoping to, like, catch your crush on the way out or something to talk to them? Yes. Yes, I have. I had a moment that was similar to that, but not quite, where I, like, tried to, like, I wanted to, like, talk to them while they were leaving for, but, but, like, they left for a class, and I was like, oh, shit, I should catch up with them. And so I actually, like, just followed them all the way to their next class, and just, like, I did not catch up with them until they had sat down in their chair in the class, and I was like, well, fuck it, I followed them all the way, and I got rejected in front of, like, 15 or so students that I didn't know. Damn. The class hadn't started or anything. Like, I, I was not interrupting class to be like, hello, you must girlfriend me. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember I remember getting rejected as like a horrifically, you know, sheltered, awkward freshman asking uh, asking this girl I had a crush on to uh, to homecoming. And she's like, oh, I'm going with my friends. But and but, you know, it wasn't a flat out rejection. But, it you know, looking back, it yes, was, was right. a rejection. Um, <laughs> Christ, I remember when like I forget whatever slow dance song came on. I'm pretty sure she like went to the bathroom during that song. So I couldn't find her. <laughs> so you know 14 year old max was like oh whoa is me this is the end of my life and i have a wife so you know yeah you have a wife i got better wife guy i'm a wife guy now <laughs> um it's cute like uh lofter's telling out here he needs to stop being so reckless and he's like you know the only people i could ever trust out in the battlefield were you and mika and so it's just like you know this very nice honorable thing because like uh, akihiro if he does have a crush on lofter it's really not as clear as lofter's crush back on him to me, to me, this is an Akihiro could not possibly fuck at this juncture kind of moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He knows there's too, he has too much shit going on, but they do share a very nice handshake. Like, he yeah. wipes off the grime on his hands, and it's yeah. nice. There's also a line in here where Ozzy is referred to as the ace of the turbines, which is like, I don't think I've seen her do a damn thing. 
That's like also not even true because Amida's the ace of the turbans. Right, right. I was like, can you have two? A- I, you could probably have two aces. I don't know. Can you have two aces? Um. Well, ask me that after episode forty. <laughs> no need to fight over the spot anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the throne's open. Um. Hey, new OP. Do we like it? Uh, I fucking love it. I am a slut for Kanaboon OPs. Um, like, IBO just has consistently banger OPs. Like, I think this is the weakest of the Kanaboon OPs that I know, but mm-hmm. the two, th- I- I'm sure I know more, but the two that spring to mind are Silhouette from Naruto and, um, uh, Brand New slash Masara from, uh, Sarazanmai, mm-hmm. which Both are like just, like, two of my all time, like, n- Silhouette is probably my favorite, like, OP for a show I don't watch. Like, that is probably yeah. my... Uh, actually, okay, number two, just because number one is the first Bleach OP. Mm. First Bleach OP, fucking unbeatable. Like, genuinely one of the greatest of all time. Thank you, Orange Range. I, you know what? I think my number one spot for OP, best OP of a show I don't watch, is Golden Kamui's second opening. Ooh, I don't know that. I, I like the first one. The first one was done by Man on a Mission, who did the first... Uh, hey, they did the raise first... your flag. They, they raised yeah, their they flag. Did. Yeah, uh, all I know is Long Winding Road. I did watch some of season two, but I... Didn't finish it because I just kept, I just lost track of who the characters were and what like the allegiances were, yeah. which was just my fault for not paying close enough sure. attention. I know the OP is called Ray May. Uh, I just I just couldn't tell you anything about Golden Conway except I know it's set in in you know Northern Island of Japan in like the eighteen hundred I think. It's Golden Conway fucking rules. the The entire story is like a, it's basically a huge gold hunt where like Damn, the, the map. Yeah, the Golden Conway. The the map was like tattooed on the backs of a bunch of people in like parts. Like this, the the guy who knows where the treasure was, like basically stick and poked the map on like the back of a bunch of his inmates when he was in prison. Mm. Um, and so the whole thing is just like getting all of the inmates or the flesh off of their back uh, together, so they can use the map to get to the golden cum to get to the gold. I think, if I remember correctly. Damn, maybe I'll read that next. It fucking lifts. I'm I'm in Doctor Stone land right now. So, so uh, you I, finished I'm... One Piece. I, oh, Sarah, I got caught up on One Piece, and I read all of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and I'm on Holy new shit. shit! Here's the thing, machine. here's the thing, Sarah, I read a lot of it at work. <laughs> yeah, God, I wish I, God, I wish I had a job I could fucking read manga at. Yeah, I'm, I'm truly blessed. Yeah. Um, Dr. Stone's good so far, though, I, that, I maybe like ne- it. Maybe next semester when I'm just sitting in my tutoring hours and not, yeah. like, doing Tutoring's anything. I can, I, can, I can do One Piece, I can become One Piece pilled, maybe. Yeah, you can become pirate pilled. Mm-hmm. Um... So after op- opening's great, it's good. Uh, was it fighter? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, I, I just, I, my notes say stop putting Megillus Almira in the OP because there's like a scene of them like going in for a it's kiss. Bad. It, well, so it's like it's 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 weird because like the actual character models. Oh, there's a cat jumping around outside. Hey, that's the cat who hit my dog. Very rude. No, don't be me. Rude. Cat was rude to Jimmy. Cat was rude to Jimmy. Um. <laughs> uh. They're like standing still, staring at each other, but like they're kind of like blown up images are like moving closer to together, and it's just like stop it. I'm trying to like prime apart as as the op plays on my screen. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I like the flower. Uh, I forget what kind of flower they're using in like the graphics of it all, but like I'm pretty sure it's a real one. Uh, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, you get to see some some robots. You get to see robots from later in the show too. If you you got a good eye. Mm. Um. So we cut from that. Uh, we see Jasly, our good friend Jasly. Our Meagles. good friend Jasly. Uh, our good friend Jasly Dominica. Dominica. Uh, he's yes. talking to Eok on the phone. Eok's really mad that Jasly's like not going to just openly fight Tekadon. Um, 
And Eok and, and, and Jesse's like, all right, no, 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 no. Come it's on, so, you got it. Eok is so fucking funny. He's like a dog. <laughs> he's like a dog. He doesn't like, know anything. He, he goes to Jazzy, he's like, grr, 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 kill Takadon, grr, grr. And Jazzy's like, actually, uh, actually, turbines, grr, turbines, grr. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's like, they're the ones pulling Takadon strings. They super aren't, but, you know, whatever you need to say to get Eok to go ham on them, sure. Um... And no, yeah, and also we cut to see Eok is performing war crime. Eok, yeah, you know, Eok is a bit of a bit of a Kissinger moment. Bit of a Kissinger moment. So this is it's a thing called a Dine's Leaf, and we'll see it in action later. And there's like some confusion. We talked about this in, in the Discord a little a couple days ago over like why this thing is a war crime weapon because it doesn't really seem to be that like more powerful than a regular gun. I mean, to um, me, to me, the thing immediately clicked for me. Like, this gets through the the coating that all of the ships yes. have. Like, this well, is like one of the few weapons that could like destroy a passenger transport ship, as we yes. may experience. Like, like specifically, because because they talk about how the Flowros also has rail guns on it, but they're not Dinesleafs. Uh, and what's yeah, it's like they they used like a different ballistic or something. Yes, yeah, specifically, the Dinesleaf warheads are made of half metal. They're made of Gundam material. So it's like more destructive and powerful and dangerous than anything else you could load it up with. It's not nuclear. They don't do like nukes in, in this Gundam. Um, but like it's basically the equivalent of that. Like it's just stupidly powerful and will destroy anything you fired at. So it's probably fine that Yak has him. Yeah, he's. <laughs> oh, I, I just my notes just say I, he's going to use something banned by treaties. It's probably fine. Oh, yeah. And like he's literally going behind. Kissinger, Henry, Henry Kissinger watching the show and just being like, damn, he's just like me, for real. He's just like me, for real. <laughs> uh, his men are very unsure about this, and he's like, this is the price we pay for politics. And Julieta comes in, and she's fine with it. She's like, whatever, I just want to use my cool mobile suit. <laughs> so it's like, alright, great. Real uh, real moral compass on these both. Um, <clears throat> we, 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 we cut to Rustle. He's talking to Vidar. Um, he's like, Vidar, I don't know what to do with Eok. Yeah, he's great. His frankness and passion can move people. I guess, sure. I, I mean, moved, yeah, all those men love him. It moved me. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and he, he Frustel says like if Vidar would remove his mask, Eok would like kind of be toned down. I guess like seeing this Gileo, he would like wouldn't try so crazy to fight McGillis because he knows he's. I guess McGillis is less of an effective fighter if he knew that he couldn't kill Galileo, maybe uh but Vidar's like i can't do that until i ascertain mcgill's motivations yeah he's like after all i was killed by him bum, bum, bum. Bum, who could bum, it be bum. who's under the mask who, who could it possibly be the guess who board is running very thin <laughs> uh i think it might be philip i think it's probably philip <laughs> <laughs> I want I want anime guess who or no just guess who but then one character is anime <laughs> <clears throat> just you can make your you can just like take a fucking shot just like get in that car and just be like fuck yeah it's like it's like when you get a blue eye it's like when you get the card of like someone with blue eyes and you're like god fucking damn it yeah, there's like two of them yeah yeah um so we um McGillis is talking to Isarugi next about you know Eok's antics they know that Yox is getting Dines Leafs. Like, you know, McGillis just exposits that they're banned. Um, Flowros uses rail guns, but it's a gray air because it's not using the same warheads. But it's still just like, it's still pretty icky shit. We don't want to be fucking with these things. Yeah. Uh, but he also says, now is the time to take action. I guess take action to get ready to fight Arianrod? It's unclear as of yet. 
Yeah, something's got to get done. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, so, yeah, Mika's hooked up, we cut to Mika hooked up to the bar, to Barbatos, and uh, mm. Atra brings him a nummy dinner. Um, and Atra's just, like, like loses, but, oh, children, babies, I love those things, don't you? And we get, like, a flashback to Kudelia and Atra in the aftermath of the, hey, you should get knocked up by Mika, uh, moment. Um, and they, they go, like, after Atra calms down a little bit, uh, she explains that, like, someone once told me children are like clamps. You can tie a husband down by getting pregnant, which is, like, again, it's 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 very fun. Like, I believe Atra is this level of naivete, of, like, social naivete that she thinks this is, like, a good idea. And, like, she's young, of course. Like, yeah. she, she's, like, what is she, like, 13, 14, maybe? She's like, like, 15 or 16 by now. Honestly, even at that age, not really, not really cognizant of the fact that, like, having a baby is, like, a whole ass, yeah. holy shit, that is a baby-ass baby. Um... That's a whole ass human, Jesus fucking Christ, huh? Yeah. Um. But uh, 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 <laughs> Cordelia is like, why don't you get knocked up then? And she's like, oh, I'm not good enough. I, I'm small potatoes. Yeah, I, I'm no importance. Uh, and then and then uh, Cordelia's like, you are good enough, actually. You're you're wonderful. Mika, love you. And she says, okay, let's do what we can to tie him down. No grudges for whoever gets properly knocked up. Yeah, I love. It's so funny, Atra's voice actor. Uh, in the in the dub, she she goes. Uh, so about babies, they sure are great, aren't they? Just, like, <laughs> so fucking awkward about it. And, like, she's just trying so casually to mention, you know, mention babies to Mika, and Mika just goes, babies look like a tasty ham. <laughs> Crack tasty me the fuck ham. up. Tasty ham. They look, yeah, you know, n- nice baby, like, tasty ham. Yeah, and, and she and her face just falls, she's like, mm. Yeah, and then she's like, hold, she's, like, holding the food out of reach and Mika can't eat anymore. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, rude. <laughs> rude. Rude, but cute. Um, funny, it's very, it's only funny because he's hooked up to to Barbatos at the moment. Like, if he was hooked, if he was not hooked to Barbatos, that'd be a real fucked up thing for her to do. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, we, um, so, uh, it, yeah, we get the eye catch and then we cut to the, the turbines having a cute little reunion. Yeah, um, Echo Tom. rats on laughter's crush and, uh, Naze is like, hell yeah, love is love. And then he says, my wives are my daughters. Yeah, that's some weird shit. Hey, Naze, <laughs> elaborate on that. No, don't don't tell me any more about this. The more they elaborate about Naze's feelings about the woman that he employs, the worse I, the worse my opinion gets of him. Yeah, because like, it, so we're, we get this is the Naze backstory. They're also, they're also, they're, they're, they're like, if if he if he didn't die at the end of these episodes, he, we like the next time he he was asking like, they're they're my wives, and my daughters, but they're also my mom. Yeah, they're, they're the Jessies to my Kyle. Um, this is the fucking Naze Turbine backstory hour, like, because Amida notices that Naze is drinking cheap booze, and she's like, oh, that's what you were drinking when we first met. And way yeah. back when, who who knows how long? My ago, like, heart stopped. Young Ami, like Amida already fucking yeah, the yeah, ultimate, yeah. The, the milf number one, but like, young Amida, are you fucking for real? It It's, how did not, how did Naze land her? How? He's just doing Jake. He's doing Jake Marshall. He's Come Jake on, Marshall. Everyone... He's soft Jake Kimberly. He doesn't look any different. Right? He just looks the same. Like, it's he's also... Got the, he's got the facial hair that has 16 lines of eyeliner drawn on his... Drawn vertically on his Yeah, chin. he has the fucking Sanji special. <laughs> it's like whiskers, but worse. Yeah, whiskers. What? My favorite Albert... Resident Evil villain. <laughs> Fuck! Same joke! <laughs> Albert Wesker. Albert Wesker. If you, when you're editing this, you will absolutely hear me say Albert at the same time you start that sentence. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, 
like so so he Amida was all right Naze hires Amida to be his bodyguard when he's trafficking first of all trafficking what or whom Naze yeah she, he was a trafficker she was a merc do not ask can I, can I make it any more it's obvious the fucking, it's the fucking the, the, the comment that's like states rights to what yeah exactly can you say it out loud um, also, uh, uh, Amida, when they first meet, says, uh, most people back out when they find out I'm a girl, which I am, there is no logic to this, but I am confirming this is a uh, trans Amida moment. So, co- cosine, because that's the real shit you just said. Thank you. Um, so she ends up quitting. That, no, wait, no, I, I have logic for it now. This is, she used to be, she used to work with the same last, I don't know what Amida's, what's Amida's last name? Does she have one? Uh, I just think it's turning? like RK or something. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. It's, it's Amida Arca. Amida Arca. So she used to go under. She used to like go by a different name, but uh, was still some. She was still something Arca, and now she's she just like went by Arca, uh, you know, for hire. And then people are like, "Wait, weren't you a guy?" And she's like, "No, I'm not, dipshits." <laughs> and like hits him with the bird. There. Exactly. Amida trans. Amida trans. So she she you know and she she's just bodyguard for a while, and she ends up having to quit. Uh, she wants to go work for this women only shipping company. This basically like kind of takes in and hires women who are in rough situations and it kind of like seems to take advantage of them. You know, women who can't go anywhere else. Um, very like rough and tumble job. And Naze gets the bright idea to help her out. And like essentially the turbines got started by him, I guess, taking over these companies and hiring them out and everything. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just, it's like a very benign story for like something that seemed still pretty very shady and it just feels like such a weird kind of explanation as to like how this all got started yeah the only thing the genuinely the only thing of note in this backstory to me is that uh, amida almost left uh Naze to go work for the penis company <laughs> <laughs> and this is also where it meant to, be, to be clear it was the peanuts company but it's the penis company it's the penis company like the legend of the peanuts um <laughs> This is where I think Naze mentions that Turbines has like over 50,000 numbers. Again, that's not true. I don't believe that for one fucking minute. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 yeah, they talk about how like long distance freighting is where like runaway women wound up and that's a bad destination. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they help them. And Amida makes some like wry comment like, oh yeah, you definitely fucked a lot of those women. He's like, hey, my principal is never to turn down what's offered to me, baby. Yeah, great, great, great shit, Naze. <laughs> um, there's like a we we cut to a later part of the flashback still and like it, it's when Naze's part of Tewa's Jazzy's there. Uh, Amida overhears Jazzy and some other guy making fun of Naze for making his way in the world because of women, and then he's like, "Milady, women are the sun. If the sun doesn't keep shining, men will wither and die." Okay, okay, yeah. okay, Naze. Yeah. We do also, however, we do to compensate though. We do get a pick. We do get a shot of uh, Amida at the the ceremony at the Tewas uh, at the Tewas ceremony yeah. uh, with her hair up in the suit, and I'm just I, I'm fan I'm fanning my I'm that image of the guy sweating with like a bunch of different like twelve hands like fan, like wiping his yeah sweat yeah off. You're, you're the guy from airplane <laughs> yeah yeah I'm goop I'm 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 just you goop and sweat uh let's see. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, and, like, Nazi just kind of flashes back to when he told Orga that Tekadon is his family. So, like, you know, he's like, oh, that's right. The, the, the turbans are my family. This is Tekadon's Orga's family. Um, uh-oh, though. Emergency. We're, we're <laughs> now... <laughs> we, 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 tur- turbines illegal confirmed. We're being raided by Gallarhorn. Uh, and we just cut to Mika, like, stuffing his face with a cannoli in front of McMurder. Yeah. I would yeah, be I doing this, too, cannoli. though. I I, yeah, I want a cannoli real bad yet. right I- now. I want to fuck up a cannoli so bad. I need to. Oh, God, God, as soon as we're done recording, I need to go fucking eat something. Yeah. I am starving. Mm-mm. So, you, but like, this is when uh, uh, McMurder and like, I guess Taywaz as the whole get the news that like 
turbines is an illegal organization. They found the Dinesleaf that they're being shipped. Uh, no one realizes Eok planted it at this moment, but like, you know, there's really m- not much they can do about it. And McMurder's kind of like, uh, I don't know, McMurder's kind of like impressed, I guess, that Mika doesn't like stand up. He's like, all right, I'm going to go tell Orga. Like, I guess he maybe he expected Mika to like also fly off the hand like Orga would. And maybe he's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this kid's kind of has a calm mind about this. He's just going to give the, the boss the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Orga calls McGillis about all this, about the whole Turban Steinsleaf situation. Um, Orga feels like it's his fault because he assumes that it's like the Flyros' use of the railguns that's like drawing all this attention to it. Um, but at this point, like the Aryan Rod fleet is in charge of the investigation. McGillis can't do anything. He's kind of like, his hands are very much tied here. Right. Um, and it's all Jassley's fault. It's all Jassley. It's all our, it's all of my worst enemy Jassley's fault. Mm hmm. Yeah, and he says a fucking wild line of, like... Because I guess Jazzy's also, like, in the contention to become underboss. Because he says McMurder will have to rely on whichever one of his sons lives through this. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> oof. All right, villain. Um, Just just tremendous. <clears throat> yeah, just... <laughs> plays like a goddamn fiddle. Yeah. Uh, uh, Turbine's got sold up the river, and Orga calls Naze to be like, Please, let me help. Let me throw myself on this grenade. And Naze says, No, we're illegal now. Fuck a you. But fuck are you? Yeah, it's it's. And then very... like, also, th- also, this is probably a trap to lure in Tekadon, so you should probably stay or clear no matter what. Yeah, he has a point, and that's that's kind of where the episode ends. Uh, yeah, he says becoming the king of Mars is to make life for Tekadon easier for Tekadon members. You said that. Keep looking forward. Protect Tekadon, your family. That's episode. Change change the world. My final message. Change. The, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that'll bring us to episode forty. Lit by a blood, blood blazing sun. Nazi plans to disband the turbines, scattering his girlies to the winds. However, Shino and Akihiro had to plan for Tekadon to just so happen to help the civilians that are the girls of the turbines as they are being dispersed. Nazi is contented to ship off the women and hand himself over as the sole cul- culprit, but Eok ignores the ceasefire signal and blasts the shit out of escaping transport ships with the Dinesleys. The turbines sortie, and, Nazi th- and though Nazi throws up a surrender flare, he is yet again ignored. As Amida charges in to strike at Eok, she's killed by the Iron Rod's fleet weaponry. Nazi decides to follow her into the dark and charges the hammerhead directly into the fleet, dying and exploding a ship in the process. Yeah. Illuminate the nose of the sea sign. I'm not really super torn up about Nazi beefing it, but Amida, Amida beefing though. it. Come on. Come on. You hate wife. to see a girl boss dying. Yeah, I do. I do hate to see a girl boss dying. Yeah, this is... I, I'd say this is when the show really starts getting pretty dire with it. Oh, yeah, it's just a... I mean, there's a... Uh, sorry. <sighs> I guess that makes sense. There's only ten episodes left. Like, there's only so many... There's only so much real estate left for them to murder people in. Yeah, we're, we're in the final fifth of the show now. Yeah, fucked up. Um, McMurder is telling Mika and Hush that Gallarhorn is labeled Turpings as illegal. Uh, they can't do anything about it. And, yeah, th- then this is when Mika's like, okay, I'm just gonna tell Orga. Um... Naze Skypes McMurder, and he wants to return a Sakazuki cup and disband the turbines, but he's like, so he, like, Naze is fully willing to take the fall immediately. All he cares about is, like, that all the women get out safely. Like, he just wants, you know, he's like, you know what, this is, this is, I'm respecting this. This is what men need to do for feminism. Just, if you, if you see a, if you see a woman committing a crime, you need to, you need to put your hand on the murder weapon immediately. Yeah, take the, take the fall. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, this is my final selfish request. Just, you know, he he wants all of the Turbans members to be able to work under Tewaz wherever they want to. 
Uh, right. And, like, while Orca is so fucking pissed he can't do anything about it, Shino and Eugene roll up, and they... They're like, hey, time for us to fuck it all up. Yeah, like, th- Which, they're... it doesn't surprise it. Well, I mean, it might. We don't know the aftermath of the... We don't know, like, the... the, the uh the fallout, I guess, of this fight mm-hmm. until... We won't know it until the next time we get together. Right. But um, this definitely seems like a, hey, we're gonna go cause an international incident to save our buddies. Yeah, like, the cover they're gonna do it under, because it's literally going to just be Ride, Shino, and Eugene. Like, three mobile suits, that's it. Yep. Um, and, and their excuse is that they're just, like, doing, like, a fire test, like, in the area. And they're not gonna, like, actually... Well, they say they're not gonna fight, they're just gonna help escort the girls out, but, oh, come on. We know. Yeah. We we know we we know we know what we know we know that we're watching Mobile Suit Gundam colon Iron Blood we know that we're watching Mobile Suit Gundam colon Iron Blooded Orphans yeah we know what happens um, yeah but but you know they're they're insistent they're not going to let anyone stop them uh, they say it's going to be fine so we have no choice but to believe them and hope they're right yep nothing bad will happen yeah um we so we cut to the turbines evacuating their relay base it's like a cool asteroid kind of thing very Mario yeah have we it. seen this we haven't seen this before right we have not it reminds me a lot of uh of an asteroid base from gundam wing but it's no, really cool it's it's really cool that they show us something like this and it's just like this is the one time we see it like it's it's yeah. a really it's a really cool setting and i really appreciate them just like doing like hey we got this haven't shown it to you yet not gonna show it to you again yeah Bye. It's like, by the way nazi has a cool rock anyway yeah <laughs> yeah he has a cool rock um oh god what what type what type of rock is Naze? what 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 emz is is uh is Naze holding i mean i feel like flying emz makes sense what with the whole turbines thing uh to me i for some for some reason that i immediately go to steel emz i think he's yeah. in the course he does he does have this episode with a corkscrew crash okay there <laughs> oh my god I don't even know what the Flying Z move is called off the top of my head. It's called, like, Stratospheric Sky Strike, I think. Oh, yeah, Supersonic Sky Strike, yes. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I always uh, know Bug is Savage Spin Out, which isn't really anything. That's what Barbatos did against Half Bug, is, Bug and Dragon are the two that I just, like, do not know. I don't think I know what Normal is. No, Normal is just Brickneck Blitz. Yeah, Brickneck Blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fun yeah. names. Yeah. Um, better, than, better than just Max Hailstorm. Suck, suck job hydro vortex. <laughs> Super slayer cum jetting machine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. So now he, he wants to pilot hammer. I'm sorry. Did you just yeah. say, did you, uh, my brain didn't press it. Did you just say the words to me? Super sucker cum jetting machine. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So this is this is um, <laughs> they're using cum as in like the Latin. Um. Yeah. Like some cum load. Yeah. <laughs> is it exactly. pronounced load? I think it's laude. Oh, okay. Well, summa cum laude. Yeah, it, it's summa a... Cum, summa cum laude, I believe, is the correct pronunciation. Summa cum laude. It's some... Oh, my files are too powerful. Okay, let me just copy the image link then. Because it's, I mean, presumably something to do with cleaning and sanitation. And it's like, it can suck and it can jet. But you get that one word in the middle, it kind of turns everything on its head, doesn't it? <laughs> Super sucker cum jetting machine! Holy shit! I think there was a recent Pot of Greed episode where Dan said this, and the episode was called, like, Super like super Sucker Dual Jetting Machine or something like that. Yeah. It's good. It's funny. I feel I feel, I feel bad I pushed back on Dan that one time, and that was before I kind of knew the truth of the matter. Before you knew the truth of Super Sucker Come Jetting Machine? Exactly. <laughs> I regret my words and deeds. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Naze wants to pilot Hammerhead by himself, act as a decoy for the enemy so everyone else can escape on the launches. Uh, Gallarhorn is closing in. Gallarhorn meaning like Eok and his regiment. Like it's just, yeah, he's doing the, this on his own. Yeah, his his own little branch of the Iron Rod fleet. Yeah, and like we, we get a kind of like Jaws moment where like they see the relay points being deactivated as he closes in, like from their sort of like navigational. Yeah, computer. it's real. It's a really cool shot of like the the like the radar of like the oh shit, nothing past this thing is like we're not getting any signal past these this point. Something's coming for us. Yeah. Um. So Eok launches his Dinesleaf team, and like these are meant to be fired from a mobile suit. Like we just see a bunch of a bunch of like, grazes, I think, like just holding these things, like these like big orange and yellow. Uh, they look like kind of like crossbows a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. They, yeah, no, no. Actually, to me, what they look like is like those full body bows, like a bow you might see in like an on an Andor Londo archer. Oh yeah, they're using like the fucking dragon bow. Yeah, they they knocked they knocked Naze off the. <laughs> they, they knocked Naze <laughs> oh, off I want to see Naze ragdoll off the fucking parapets. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Amida orders. Azzy and Laughter to protect the escape ships, because, you know, as we all know, and she says, mobile suits can't puncture this armor. Well, <laughs> I guess they don't know about what a Dinesleaf can do, maybe? I don't know. Um, so Nazi and Amida head out alone, and it's like it's like how they started. You know, Nazi is on the ship, and Amida is like the bodyguard and mobile suit. Yep. Um, she, she says, I'll be your vanguard so you don't get beaten to a pulp without any defense. Yeah, yeah I'm here with you to the end, hubby. Hubby, <clears throat> wifey, mm. <clears throat> Uh, um, oh, also, just jumping back a bit, uh, I just want to talk about a conversation that I skipped over because I was not paying hmm. close enough attention to my notes. Um, when Akihiro, Ride, and Shino have their, their are like, "Hey, we're gonna go, we're we're gonna go be the blowjob brothers and fuck everything up uh, and save the day." Um, uh, Shino refers to the Gushan uh, rebake full city as the muscle suit or muscle unit, which I just think is funny. It's, and it's like, good. It's like it's Akihiro's like, than... "What the fuck are you talking about?" It's like you know, it's like it's 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 better than second regiment or whatever. It's cool. I like that. It's better than number two, but it's not better than Gushan Rebake Full City. Yeah, it's like this. It's I I like when like the word is a mouthful like that. Yes, like it's it's yes, very. I, I've, I've, I've expressed this on special grade snacks before that like the when they translated some of the moves in uh in Jujutsu Kaisen for the for the anime for the show they like try, they like made some of the names like better easier to say. Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head. I think, um, I think when Fushiguro does the, the, the frogs, the, the frogs with wings to fight Toto, yep. like he calls it like bottomless well or something, but in the manga, it's called something way more clunky and unwieldy. Like yeah. some of the names stick through it. Like, uh, self embodiment of perfection is a fucking great ass name that I'm really glad, uh, did not get made, made something a little more clean. Um, this is also part of the reason why like the Jojo renames have such a, have such an effect on me. Right. Uh, Sarah, have you have you ever played Wonderful 101, Sarah? I've not. I need to. I know. Okay. It's the, is it on the Switch? Did that happen? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's like a year or two. Um, but the, the, the final... Um, do, do you care to know what the name of the final attack you do in that game is? Oh, go for it. It's so fucking funny. It's called <clears throat> the final ultimate legendary Earth Power Super Mac Justice Future Miracle Dream Beautiful Galaxy Big Bang Little Bang Sunrise Starlight Infinite Fabulous Totally Final Wonderful Arrow. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's fucking good. I love when attacks are just like stupid shit like that. It's really good. I, I genuinely fucking love it. It's it's <laughs> great. Um there's there's also we get a kind of weirdly like emotional scene from Mika of all people. Cause we get a quick cutaway as this battle is taking off. Um of Barbatos is getting repaired on Saisei. Mika knows Orga won't do nothing about this. He knows that, you know, someone's someone's going out to help him out. And he says that he's never hated the vastness of space this much before today. Which is like yeah. A much more raw and emotional of a line for Mika than we really ever get. Like he doesn't Wait, really talk I thought, about. I thought, like, Orgus, I thought Orga was the one who said that. 
Oh, did he? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, pretty sure, did I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's what Orga says, because he's like on the ground at tech. He's like on the ground on Mars, I think, during all of this. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense then, because I guess I guess it's like Mika knowing that Orga won't do anything, and then it cuts to Orga not doing nothing about it. Okay, that makes right. a lot more sense then, because I was like, why didn't Mika say this? Okay. All right. Um, I, mean, I didn't even have that one in my notes. That one, that line did just stick out to me yeah, personally. Yeah, this one stinks of Orga. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stinky. As, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, now, like, now, that, now that Yukinojo take now that Yukinojo has been has been taught what a bath is, um, now Orga's the stinkiest one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Nazi's like flying towards Eok's ship. He shoots a he shoots a ceasefire flare, yep. and Eok fucker that he is is like, did any of you guys see a flare? And all of his crew members are like, uh, n- no, sir. Well, the, cool. what I took, what I took this was, what I, I okay, that makes more sense than what I took it, which was that I thought he was like rules lawyering his way, where it's like one of the mobile frames shot up the ceasefire, or like one of the suits shot up the ceasefire, and like. Eok's like, well, I didn't see one come from the ship. Oh. That was how I took it, but I think you're probably more right. Yeah, he he's just like, I didn't see nothing. Like, just, you know, blind. And, like, because he knows everyone's going to go along with it anyway. Um, the Dynaslave moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dynaslave team arms weapons, and they fire it, and it's, it's just, like, pure carnage right away. Yeah, it's just a fucking blasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, critically, Eok refuses to convert the bridge to combat mode. Yeah, like, he's like, I want to defeat them with royal dignity. Yeah, which, um, which is, I, mm, I love this dumb fucking piece of shit. I, I, I know. Even after the, even after the end of the, even after him doing war crime here, it's just he sucks so fucking bad. It's great. Uh, Julietta wants to go out in. She calls it the Julia. So I, I don't know if she's the one who named this suit. It's called it, the whole thing is called the Regenlays Julia. It's fucking really cool looking. It's like green and like this kind of beige color. It has it. It, it doesn't have the same kind of face of Regenlays does. It has kind of like more of a bird face. And it has these two fucking really sick like Ivy Soul Caliber sword whips on each hand. Yeah, that's it's also my that's cool. also my reference point. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at images of this, and this is just like if you show this to me, I'd be like, that is definitely from Armored Core. Yeah, it, it it looks so not like a Gundam mobile suit. Yeah, but it it is it is such a wild thing, and it's, it's really cool. Like, Hobby Holics, how much are you going to charge me for this fifteen thirty nine? Man, man, I you know what? I have this kit. It's pretty cool. A lot of stickers. All the IBO stuff has stickers, but like it's pretty impressive. It's very tall. It's very large. It's pretty though. I like I it. It's nice I can't buy this. I cannot buy this. I I, I, I just got back from Canada. I, I need to save money. I'm not going to get paid again until next Friday. My bank account is not in the best. I'm, I need to save my money. I'm holding. You have a master grade Barbatose to build. Yeah, I do. Um, but it, it's cool. She's beaten Amida. Well, she's not beaten Amida's ass with it. Like Amida's really beaten her ass more. Like Amida is just in like some you know Joe Schmo suit. Nothing really special, but like. Amida's the ace pilot of turbines. Like she can hold her own against this like highly advanced modern suit. Like no problemo. Yeah, there's a great like when they first cross swords. Julietta's like, uh, I can tell with just one strike, you are a worthy opponent. Yeah, it's sick. Um, and, and at some I keep, point, I you keep know, calling things epic. Like, I'm sorry, I've I've really seen the shrieking shack, and I got to the point where Liz is like, I can't. I need to stop calling things epic. But like, I need to stop calling things epic. <laughs> Yeah, that, like, I say it all the time, but things, the thing is, things are epic! That's the thing! I'll stop calling things epic when things cease to be epic. Right! <laughs> um, and, you know, we, 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 we get a cutaway to the girls escaping, and, like, the, the Dynasties are just, like, completely smashing apart the launches. Right, right before... we, see, we, see the, we see the poor turbine, like, the, they, like, close the airlocks on this one poor turbine yeah, that was kind God, of, like, Halle Berry. That? <clears throat> that was fucked up. It was fucked up, like, they're all presumably friends. 
I don't think Girl they did this to wives. I don't think they did that to hurt her. I think they just did it to like uh, that thing needs to close right now, where this entire ship is going down. Yeah, God, oof. Um, I, I think Ozzy and Laughter are like in suits defending yeah, against this right now. Yeah, the hammerhead is going into the smoke cloud, and uh, Laughter says turbines don't cry. Yeah, God, turbines don't, don't cry. cry. <laughs> Uh, right before Laughter is about to get crunched, Akihiro shows up out of nowhere. Uh, he flies in and like pointing at Naze and saying, <laughs> "Pointing at Naze and saying, I hope you know this has nothing to do with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's personal. My wives and I, we've got yeah. some figuring out to do. I'm not going to miss you like a child misses their blanket. I'm going to get to move on with my wives. My wives. <laughs> it's time to be a big girl now. And turbines don't, don't cry. cry. <laughs> we, mute. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking, hello, Weird Al." <laughs> Weird Al, you do anime parodies of songs that are like 15 years out of the limelight? That's, oh my god, he would. <laughs> Al- Al- Alfred, hook us up. Alf- oh, sorry about that fucking clunk. There's a, a like, okay, I, I, I said that I had no video component for today, but I need to show you this fucking bike lock that my dad gave me like 15 years ago that I've just never gotten rid of. Hold on, I'm turning my, I'm turning my camera, I'm sorry. But look at this fucking thing. Whoa, look at this. That's, a, that's a weapon. <laughs> Like, literally, I think my, my mom saw it on my bedroom floor uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, and I genuinely think she thought that it was, like, a sex thing. Because, like, look at how fucking thick this chain is. Yeah, that, that's like the shit that Yugi put on the Millennium Puzzle in Battle City, so no one would take yes! it. Yes! So no one would... Yes! That's exactly it! Um, There's a nice... Oh, there's a really cute line, because coming back to the whole Akihiro doesn't really understand it, when he says laughter... She's like, Akihiro, I'm going to squeeze you real hard next time I see you. And as she flies off, he's like, what did I, what the hell did I do to make her want to strangle me? Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, the, the joke that I wrote here is that even in, even in robot, even in robot anime, it's got to be the girl versus the girl joke about shonen anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's got, re- sorry to keep talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, but like rewatching the, 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 um, the Kyoto's, the Kyoto sister school exchange event arc, like it made me really realize that like all of the women in that arc just get completely cordoned off to only fight other women. That's true. Like you got, you get Miwa versus, versus Maki. Mm. Um, like w- what else do you get? You get Kugisaki versus Nishimiya. You get my shooting Nishimiya. You get my, or you get my shooting Kugasaki. You get my and Maki fighting. Like I, I genuinely do not think there is a single moment where a woman comes to blow with a guy in that see, yeah. in that arc. Hey Gege, what's the deal? Hey Gege, what's up? What's up? You want, you want someone to tell us? Yeah, you wanna you wanna let the let, wanna, let the woman cook a little bit. Let the woman let the woman cook. It's fine. I'm trying to. Um, like, there's been there was a serious woman cooking arc in the in, recently in the manga, but aside from that, I'm like a little bit. Kage, come on, come, come on, come on. But God, okay, this is like I get this is not really. When I saw that the new promo image for like the net for this year that like because you know every year like the the the, the big manga Shonen Jump will do like a big like promo poster image, and yeah. the three characters that were put on the poster of this image for this year were were Fushiguro, Itadori, yeah. Yeah. and Okotsu. Hmm. I just about lost my fuck. I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't want to say. Hmm. I, there are story. There are story reasons why Kukasaki is not in the picture currently. She's not right. there. Don't worry. Um, right. But like, yeah, yeah, come on. You got. I mean, she she hasn't been in the story for like a, a year at this point. I. It's sorry. You you can you should probably like warn for like very mild manga spoilers of mm-hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, bud, come on! Come you you on. promised you promised me you wouldn't just slept this. You promised me that she would be epic. It's like I. It's hard to give him the credit that like 
Oda One Piece has. That's like maybe the only mangaka who has like the most perfect idea of like every story beat from the future, where it's like you know that you're gonna bring the character back. I know, I know that she's going to come back, like because like, otherwise, otherwise, Gege is just doing some extremely sloppy storytelling. But it's uh-huh. like I'm just, I'm Reggie. I'm doing the Reggie tap in my watch yeah. over here. Like, come on, but I only got it's so time. long I can wait. <laughs> it's time. Yep. Um, Anyways, my my grievances with with Mr. Akutame aside, sure, Akutami. Um. So fucking Naze is happy that someone Tekadon showed up for him, uh, even though like he never told him to. Yeah, uh, he keeps he keeps on firing surrender shots. He's like flying towards Yok. Um, they're ignoring it. They're like firing on the hammerhead. They're like l- slamming this thing with Dine's leaves. Genuinely, seeing the hammerhead get go up in smoke was more upsetting to me than seeing Naze die. It's like fucking. It's like when you crash your car at the end of Final Fantasy 15, where it's like the car is the fifth party member. It hurts. It's like this. It genuinely like there's. We get like um when the when the when the hammerhead explodes, we get like shots of the interior of like of like that like that red room where Orga and Naze always met, like the playpen, yeah, the, the baby room, were, yeah, and like it really had tones of like. Are you familiar with Bloom County? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, remember, do you remember the last? Do you remember the, the the very last Bloom County comic strip? That Sunday strip of like Opus walking into the the white page of like, and like you get like like just these like empty spots of like the like Binkley's closet open empty like the place where Cutter John and everyone the tree where Cutter John and everyone would sit like empty mm-hmm. Opus's television like no one in front of it unplugged like just these like there's just these empty spots that like you'd spent so much time in during the duration during yeah. the, up to that point it really got me it got me it got, that that genuinely that Bloom County strip like almost moves me to moves me mm. near tears every fucking time I see it. It's like lo- locations can be characters. Yeah, and like that that's what we get here. Like as we see, we, we also see like Naze's body floating on the bridge. Um, Amida like rolls out to get to him too, and like with like because her suit's like kind of fucked up at this point. She fires like one final shot at the bridge and like it completely cracks the glass because you know eok didn't put it into defense mode or whatever julietta ends up killing her uh after she fires that one uh shot and like the kind of ending is nase is like floating and amida's fucking force ghost comes down and embraces him there's just like i i just have so little to say about this just because like i don't really care about nase that much to be upset about him beefing it like yeah i'm not happy that he's dead because like i did have fun with the character like like I, I I said in the Discord, there's nobody in the show that I like that shows up, and I'm like, fuck this guy again, except for Almira, which is not her fault. It's McGillis's. Right? Yeah, she's innocent in this. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Naze dies, Amida dies, and like everyone knows because we see like all the and it, and it's like freaky because it's like silent, like everyone's just crying, but there's like no sound yeah. and like yeah. You know, it's just you see uh, Ozzy and, and Laughter and Echo and even Org is crying over Naze and it's just like yeah. damn shit. Everyone miss a him. Everyone miss a him. <laughs> where's where's Jake Marshall gone? You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon But it is Beyond Toon World time. Uh huh. So we got today. We have one David Vincent. Uh, this is the voice of Naze, because... Yeah, I figured, I figured. This is, you know, last time we're going to see him. I wanted to do Amida. I might pop Amida up and just cause, like, give you two or three roles, because, again, last week for Amida as well. Yeah, re- he respect was born, women, very few last. Respect women, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he was born August 29, 1972. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, if you would believe it. Um, so the Gundam stuff, in 2015, Gundam The Origin, he voiced Gaia, who was one of the Black Tri-Stars. Remember those guys? 
No. They were the fucking Dom team who did like the cool like turbo attack at Amaro. Sorry, let me let me go one more time. What were they called? Black Tristars. Were they the ones that like did the explosives? No. They they were the oh, guys. Oh, these who... motherfuckers. Yeah, yes, I remember them now. Gaia, Mash, and Ortega, my friends. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he voiced Naze and Iron Blooded Orphans. In 2019's Gundam Build Divers, he voices a character called Randy. Don't know who that is, but sure, whatever. My, Randy, Randy, cool my, Randy my friend Randy? <laughs> Randy from my show. Um, he voiced Chester Burklight in the Tales of Games. Um, he voices my good friend Duval from One Piece. Uh, I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so relieved, Sarah, that I'm caught up on One Piece and I know who these characters are. I can tell you that Duval is the funny, the funny guy who Sanji's wanted poster was based on and the funny misunderstanding. And he's a very, he's a good character. Yeah. Um, 2017. Let's see if you remember this character uh, from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Stardust Crusaders. He he was ZZ. Do you know who ZZ is? Do you know who Stan ZZ had? In, sorry, in Stardust Crusaders, he was ZZ. ZZ, as in presumably ZZ Top. Okay. Um, and this was a stand user. This has to be either the car or the Anubis. It was the car. It was Wheel of Fortune. Mm, yes. Yes. Oh. Good shit. Uh, in 2018, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond is Unbreakable. Who do you think he was? In the dub, um, minor my, my, character. You literally never see Angelo. this character. Oh, you never, you never see them. Like you, you don't see, see their face. Is it the Mario? Cho, is the Mario Cho Radio guy? He is. He is indeed Kai Harada of Mario Cho Radio. And in Stone Ocean, he plays Guard B, officers, Speedwagon great, representative. <laughs> great job. Great job. Uh, hey, 20, 2009, Blast, Blast Blue, Blaze Blue, Calamity Trigger, Jin Kisaragi. Let me look at this motherfucker. And Hakuman. Oh, that's a fucking... That's a twink. That's a twink. Yeah. Twink confirmed. Uh, 20... 20 why do I keep on... 20-09, 2009, Tekken 6, uh, and all the Tekken games from then on. He voices Martial Law. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, more fighting games. 2010, Super Street Fighter 4. He voices T-Hawk. T- oh my god. He has a gun now. Yeah, he has a gun. <laughs> um... <laughs> Here's something. Persona 4, uh, he voices Daisuke Nagase, who is the strength confidant. Oh, is that the basketball boy? He's, I thought, like, the tracksuit-looking guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, oh, he's one of the choices for the social life. Yeah, yeah, I forgot there's, like, two. Yeah, because you, um, you get the other boy. You get the basket. That, that's the baseball? Soccer boy. Soccer. Soccer. Yeah, well, yeah, it's sports. Uh, 1997. Little game called Castlevania Symphony of the Night. He's everyone's favorite's everyone's favorite vampire hunter, Richter Belmont. Oh, good for him. I prefer to play Richter over Simon because Richter's cooler. Richter, Richter cool- is Richter is cooler, but the thing is, Simon has the the game win screen where he does the jumping up and like throwing his whip forward. That's true. That's true. Uh, Two thousand six, Bleach. He voices Grimjow. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that's Arcan- that's Arcanine. That's Arcanine. 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 Um, <laughs> 2016 Mob Psycho 100. He voices Hikaru Tokugawa. I don't know that one. I'm Hikaru Tokugawa is um he's the vice president of the student council. Okay, okay, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the guy the guy with the, the, the armband and everything. Um 2017 Dragon Ball Super, he voices Kibito Kai. Who's like the the fucking the big buff Kai with like the um or I guess he's like Kai and Kibito after they fuse. God, just a lot of Dragon Ball to remember. Yeah, there's um, so much. God, there's too much. All right, here's the big ones in 2014. Uh, unfortunate show of Kill La Kill. 
He voices the funny clothes Senketsu. Yeah, I was going to ask you if he was the clothes. Yeah, that, that does seem like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2013 Fire Emblem Awakening, everyone's favorite main character, Robin. Oh, I don't know that voice because I, I only played that game once as Girl Robin. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter who you play as, Robin's Robin, not really a character, but fun to play as in Smash. Yeah. Um, all right, Sarah, here's the big one. Funny anime of Jujutsu Kaisen. He's not Itadori, is he? He's not Itadori. Is he Gojo? He's not Gojo. Fushi- Toto? Is it Toto? Not Toto. Is it Fushiguro? No. It's not Inumaki, is it? No. Panda? No. Ma- no, it's not Mahito. No, we did Mahito's Japanese voice. Is he Mahito? He's not, he's not Mahito. Mahito. Ghetto? He's not Ghetto. <laughs> okay, who have I? Who have I? Who have I left out of my? There's like one male, major male character that you're missing. Kamo? No. Mekamaru? No. Gakuganji? He's Nanami. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I just listen to every male character. I think I think Nanami would be honored that you forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> the only men that I did, neglected to mention, I think, were like Jogo, uh, Dagon, whose gender is really questionable anyways, yeah. and Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> Nanami's like fucking t- t- hiding behind the whole crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't let me in with those freaks. Yeah. Um, so re- real quick, going over Wendy Lee as well, because she's Amida. Right, oh, shit, Wendy first. Lee. I know that name. Why do I know that name? Why, why um, do I know that name? Well. She, I mean, so, she's on a shitload, I know, but, like, I'm she, trying to figure she, She's Conan Edagawa from Detective Conan. That's, like, her Hell biggest yeah. one that everyone knows. Um, she's Fuka from Persona 3. Pretty good. She's Clover in uh, Zero Escape. Fuck yes. Uh, 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 uh Athena Sykes in Ace yeah. Attorney Spirit of Justice. She's 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 our good friend Bulma from Dragon Ball. Oh, we love Bulma. Oh, she also played Henri Flores, who was like the uh 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 what's his face? Machinai's like political opponent when he was getting elected, and Masahiro. Young um, Masahiro, rather, in Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh she is Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh yeah, that's another big one. Yeah. Shit, she voiced Kaecilia in the origin. She voiced Faye Valentine. Fuck that! Yeah, that's another like. That's what I know. That's what I, that's roles. definitely what I know her from. Yeah. Damn. Pretty pretty heavy Beyond Tumor this week, I'd say. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I got a quick little robot of the week. Um, yeah. What's that robot of the week, Sarah? Hit me. My robot it? of the week is one that has definitely been brought on this show before. I I, I did not bring it myself, but I'm 100 percent certain this robot has you been see brought. Bender, in. I'm gonna lose my shit. No, I'm not gonna say Bender. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Shinonome Nano from Nichijo. No one has ever brought this one. No one has brought Nano. No, I barely. I've I've only seen a couple of episodes of Nishijo, but uh, are you not familiar with Nano? I'm familiar with Nano, but no one's brought Nano. We we fucking love. I need to watch more Nishijo so I can like say that I fucking love Nano. More robots should just have a giant fucking big wind up knob on their back. That's so true. Imagine she's if li- Gundams did that. She's literally nice. <laughs> she's literally nice. God, Nishijo's fucking rules. Yeah, let me show that to Katie. Sure that not all, not all anime is like robots yeah <laughs> that, the the only exposure she gets is me watching gundam or Yu-Gi-Oh, so it's just like i promise it's more normal yeah there's regular things there's regular things yeah nishijo is definitely a show i would call regular things it is regular things absolutely yeah it's the it's the it's the it's the compliment of stranger things regular things regular things god i'm tired of that stranger things bullshit two there's two like, and a half hours for the not even the series finale tremendous good job duffer brothers um 
Well, hey, Sarah, that'll take us to the close of this week. Yeah, you can follow. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. All of my podcasts are listed in the header up there, but the ones I want to promote, the ones I want to actively promote are Fear Baiting, which is going to be coming back soon, as is Forward Forward ReZero. Those are the two big podcasts that I am actually hoping to get back the ball rolling now that I'm back from Canada. I've, I've replenished, I have, re, I have refilled my juices in the Pacific, in the beautiful Pacific Northwest and experienced girlfriend time. Um, and yeah, that's uh, Noisepace.xyz. Thank you, Matt GameCube, the Podfather. The Podfather! And you can find me uh, on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. You can go to Pod Agreed Castle on Twitter to listen to Pod of Agreed, which is my Yu-Gi-Oh! show, and you can go to WoW, nope, you can go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter to listen to my other other show, Slappers Only, about video music. This show's on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Uh, once again, all these shows are also on Noise Space. And I guess three more episodes. Four more episodes of Iron Blooded Orphans coverage. Three more of the show. One more of our wrap ups. And when we get to rank all the robots. Yes. And do the mailbag. God, I get, mailbag's going to open up pretty soon. It's gonna I'm be excited. Exciting. Mailbag is always great. We always get like a completely insane amount of like uh, of attention to the point where like I have to cut so many questions because we it'd be like a four hour long episode if I didn't. Yeah. Um, but it's good. We, we love content. Um, and Sarah, what do we always say to close? Uh, well, war is bad. Wow, cool robot. Bye bye. Bye.